Thank you for tuning in to Coppin with Comic. I'm Brian Coppin, and we're here with Lana Schwartz. Lana Schwartz, how the hell are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Oh, good. Thanks so much for coming in the rain and things like that. And where can people find you do stand-up comedy in New York City, and where can they find you online? Uh... Uh, you can catch me at Union Hall on February 14th. Okay. Uh, and um, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Lanabelle. Uh, follow me on Instagram at badgirllanlan. And, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> You're so proud of that uh, one, it looks like, right? No, that was a really good one. I don't know one. if I'd go that far. <laughs> uh, and uh, my website is lanalikebanana.com. Yeah, yeah, I pronounced it wrong coming in, so you should have just said, you know, Lana like banana. I mean, mm-hmm. you almost presume that I would know these. these <laughs> I should, you know. I think I'm a follower on certain social platforms. And where is the next? The next stand-up gig is Union Hall, and is that going to be um, your big show? Where are you promoting your book? Yeah, I'm okay. promoting my book. Yeah, that's February 14th, uh, Valentine's Day, 7:30 nice. p.m. And Friday your, night. And your book is kind of related to. Romance, right? Yeah, that's ex- it's all about uh, okay. romantic comedies. It's called Build Your Own Romantic Comedy. Nice. And so, you, yeah. have you figured out the rules of how people are just uh, churning out these formula romantic comedy pieces? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And yeah. are you? Can you divulge any of those formulaic details right now? <clears throat> Sorry, I had that's something stuck in my throat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I would say there. I feel like there are different types of rom-coms uh usually there's like a lie at the center of it somebody's pretending to be somebody that they're not or there's an opposites attract uh or there's a families don't want them together like there's some kind of tension okay and it's either generated by them themselves or by the world around them. Okay. Yeah. And then which which of those tend to be more successful? Is there like examples of good and bad in each of those formulaic in each of those formulas? Um, well, yeah, I mean I think for every good rom-com there's a bad rom-com. <laughs> or 20 uh, bad 20 bad rom-coms. Yeah, that's like why <laughs> I think that's part of why uh, the genre went away for so long um is because of that. Like yeah. is because of them not being as good anymore. Um but yeah, I think like you know, for every one Harry met Sally, where they're sort of opposites, uh, you know, there's an ugly truth with Gerard Butler, you know? <laughs> uh, there's always, like, a flip side of the coin, and, like, for every, like, you know, crazy Rajasians, there's a monster-in-law. <laughs> and and do we think, I mean, you know, things like tension or opticals or family, you know, I guess it would be tension created by families mm-hmm. pulling them apart or whatever. I mean, do we think that those things are still true? And if so, why have rom-coms fallen out of fashion? Well, it- I think they're coming back, okay. which is exciting. Oh, good. So you're coming yeah. at you're coming at this from the view of a fan, right? Y- yes. Okay. Yeah. If I if I didn't if I didn't like them, this would be a <laughs> horrible thing to do to myself. Yeah, um, you've been writing a book for so long, and how, how long does something like that take? I imagine it takes, and it took a lot of study of rom coms, right? It forced you. That's a great excuse for watching just rom coms all day long. Yeah. Well, I'll say the book actually um, happened pretty quickly, so okay. it wasn't. Uh, I think it all got written for the most part uh, within. You know, the last it was. I mean, it's been within the last year. Wow. So, um, you know, there 
it's been um, not too long of a process. Definitely a lot of care taken, but not like it hasn't. You know, it's I haven't been writing this for five years. And is it because uh, you love it so much that you're able to bang it out pretty quickly? Uh, yeah, that and um, signing a contract helps. <laughs> that helps. Um, but yeah, no, I've always been like a huge lover of rom coms from when I was a little kid. I grew up watching uh, while you were sleeping. I grew up watching when Harry met Sally. These were always on in my house um and then as i got a little older when i was in high school that's when like um like the big boom was happening i guess in like middle school and high school so we had like sweet home alabama Mm. um you know uh sweet home alabama was a big one for me um also when i was in college he's just not that into you came out (laughs) and a new wave of copycats probably followed it yeah that's uh that's another uh low-key favorite of mine. <laughs> and um, and kind of how would, and I guess Crazy Rich Asians could be an example, but um, people who are going to successfully do a rom-com you know, today, um, is there anything that they would have to include to make it feel contemporary, like made it maybe dating apps or something? Um, no, I don't think dating apps, I mean, I think, I don't think the couple needs to meet on a dating app, but I think like Acknowledging they exist is big. I think knowing that one of the challenges people have with dating is that there are so many options around you and that uh, things feel very, like, ephemeral and that, you know, um, it's very easy to lose sight of one person when you have a million people in your phone Um, or that there's no real need to go out and meet somebody. You could start a conversation online. Um, Yeah, I don't think... The couple needs to meet that way, but I think adding that to the stakes helps. Yeah, and so I guess uh, you know they talk about options, anxiety, having too many options, and that kind of causes somebody mm-hmm. to choose none of them. So are these kind of themes, um, you know, what makes dating contemporary or romantic comedies contemporary? Are they finding their way into your stand-up act? Um, well, I don't, I don't talk about rom-coms too much okay. in my. Stand up. I do talk about Law and Order SVU, which is another passion of mine. Okay. Um, They're yeah. kind of different, right? They're so how do you develop some such? They're is a there a way different. to kind of like why does Lana Schwartz like both? You know, cr- crime procedurals and also uh, rom coms. Good storytelling. I can't get oh. enough of it. Okay. No, but if you watch Law and Order SVU, it's very well told. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's bad storytelling there because yeah. a lot of times they'll organize it around just a real crime and things like that. Yeah, and I think they're really good at finding twists. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess there's also twists in, in successful romantic comedy. Yeah, okay. I would say there's twists in that. Um, also, you know, um, I feel like it's really just about being able to find like a personal connection with the characters too. Yeah. And so do you feel, I mean, how, why should we do that in a crime procedural? Like, you know, we just start appreciating the tenacity of the detective or something like that? Well, I think with Law & Order SVU, um, the show really was more of a procedural for a long time where you didn't really see too much of uh-huh. the lives of uh, the detectives. And that has actually changed. Uh, now they get way more into their own personal storylines. Which is what you like or don't like? Uh, I like it. I mean, it's different. I think... Um, with the show being on for so long, you know, the, the show was around before tr- we had this big true crime boom. So yeah. now there's like way more of a competition with other shows because you can watch true crime anywhere, listen to it anywhere. You could watch fictional true crime. You could watch true crime parodies. You yeah. could watch actual real true actual crime, yeah. true crime. Yeah. So I think um, 
delving deeper has helped to give them more storylines and more to play with. And also just it distinguishes them from the competition in that they have the most interesting lead characters, who's the detective you've known over decades. Or yeah, literally that you've known these characters, I mean, at least with Benson, you know, like I'm with, it's been like 20 years. <laughs> if you don't like them by now. Yeah, I mean, and like people are really upset when Stabler left, but I think what they've done with it has been really impressive. Well, good. And then yeah. what are some like docu-series or like, you know, with, with crime procedurals or with romantic comedies, what are some successful episodic or serial series on like a Netflix or something like that who, who's doing a good job of either one of those? Um, well, I, to be honest, I've kind of, uh, I was very into true crime for a long time. I've yeah, kind of, me too. Pushed. I've kind of gone back a little bit. I haven't been following the the hip new ones, right? All the hip new the ones. The hip new crimes. Yeah, the hip new crimes. <laughs> the crimes that the um, kids are into. That's fine. Yeah. Um. But in terms of like, you know, um, TV like TV rom coms. Like my favorite shows were J- uh, Jane the Virgin, okay. Crazy Ex Girlfriend. You know, which really do a lot to kind of uh, tease at what makes. What, you know, why do we have these romantic aspirations and really grounds them in day-to-day life? And why do we have romantic aspirations? Because I I myself have not dated in decades, which is the most interesting thing about me. That's why I say it. Uh, And so, you know, for somebody who's not, uh, who just doesn't really understand romantic aspirations, what romantic aspirations do normal people have? (laughs) Well, I mean romantic aspirations based on these movies. Okay. But Uh, just in general, like, what you know, what do you think, like, real humans, what do you think the romantic aspirations are? Because I would think that a good rom-com would have to acknowledge the reality of the situation that humans have romantic aspiration a b and c uh well i can't speak for people all right i won't speak for myself either uh-huh. but um in terms of that i think people want to feel like this could they want to see characters that they feel like they could step into okay like that characters that either if that they um that it could happen to them or for them but also even if the characters aren't likable or relatable, they're at least interesting, and yeah. you understand their motivation. Okay, and so in the examples you named, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Jane the Virgin, what were kind of their, um, you know, how did people empathize, or I guess, how did they relate to these characters? Like, what was their romantic aspiration, and how did it play out? Well, I don't want to give too much away for the show, okay. like the shows, but I would say on Jane the Virgin, you know, she's, it's based on a telenovela, okay. so it's very, like, soapy, and uh, the character for a lot of the show finds herself kind of stuck between this guy that she's no uh, been with for a long time, who is her fiance, who's supposed to be kind of more a stable option, and then a guy who's a little bit like more moody, temperamental, but kind of that Latin lover archetype oh. from telenovelas. Okay. So you're she's kind of stuck between these two guys, and I think. That is something that people, you know, that's a trope we see all the time. Yeah. And so I think that's something that people would see and say, like, oh, yeah, I've also done the boring, stable thing. I've also, you know, been more interested in guys who seem dangerous. And so do you think that's fair? Like, do you think that maybe in each person's life it's a pendulum between safety and risk? I mean, do you think people should always kind of look for the grass being greener on the other side? Uh. I, that's I don't I don't know like yeah, I feel I like a tough question yeah, for no reason <laughs> I feel like uh, like I, it's hard for me to prescribe what other people should or should not yeah do um, <laughs> do you think there is a pendulum though that kind of you know oh, I had a safe a safe significant other for a while and now I'm ready for the 
the opposite. And that's why it's so relatable to see people like, you know, be stuck between two, you know, danger versus safety. Um, well, I think like the other thing is like it's TV and it's movies. So yeah. it's extreme. So like, yeah. you know, that's the other thing also is that like, you know, there's and that's why uh, like TV shows like rom-com TV shows can be so satisfying because you watch characters evolve over time and nobody yeah. really is one thing. Oh, right. So yeah. you can't really even pin it down because they're changing throughout the movie. Or throughout the TV show. Or throughout the TV. Yeah. Well, either one. And yeah. So, um, so in your act that's coming up, um, how are you going to kind of – are you going to do readings from your book in Union Hall on February, um, February 14th? I'm not – yeah, I'm not quite sure that I will do um, readings just yet because I want to – I have like a bunch of other comics that are really great. Okay. And I think um, I think I want to keep the focus on them um, and on like uh, just kind of joking around about the genre. But um, I will also be doing a – book party that will probably have more of a reading style to it. Um, but I'm still pinning down the date. Okay. And so because it's Valentine's Day, right, February 14th, are the comics you booked on there, did you kind of book them knowing that they would have material? Or were they booked on the show knowing that they had material about romance and things like that? Yeah, for the most part. Okay. Yeah. I li- And I also put out an ask about who liked rom-coms. Okay. So, yeah, I, like, tried to really make sure that it'd be people who would have something to say. And you know? something to say that was from a fan's point of view and not just shitting on them. Um. Yeah, but if people, you know, have, like, there are issues with them, just like there are issues with anything. So um, I think it's a good time to also kind of uh, lovingly roast, yeah. you know, uh, the genre too. And these are things that you're pointing out in your book. They're pointing out the, the things that are good and bad about romantic comedies. Um, well, the book is more of like a, it's a humor book. Okay. So it's not like a, like an anthropological study. So okay. I'd say like there are, there's some, there's definitely a poking fun at certain aspects, but it's yeah. definitely written from like a loving standpoint. Okay. Yeah. And then is this book going to be available everywhere humor books are sold? I mean, is it going to be Amazon.com, et cetera? Yeah, yeah. It's on okay. Amazon already. It's okay. on Barnes & Noble, uh, Powell's, um, Target, Walmart. But definitely if you are interested in getting it, uh, you can uh, order it at your local bookstore. Otherwise, okay. it'll be it'll be around. Uh, but, yeah, I would definitely say if you're interested in checking out, checking it out, I would love it if you went to your local bookstore. Yeah, and so if they want to see it in New York City, be Union Hall, February 14th. Mm-hmm. And if they want to find it online, it's going to be How to Build a Romantic Comedy. It's just comedy? called build, uh, build Your Own Romantic Comedy. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because, I mean, if I read that book, am I going to be able to? Yeah, it's so it's a, it's essentially uh, you pick your path, so you decide <gasps> that is so what funny. happens. So it's like an interactive book. So if I were to choose one formula over another, it would then take me through another series of choices. Yeah, and I would oh, say I like that. there's like you know like um, silly things that happen. Uh, you can like have your character fall down a flight of stairs sort of thing. <laughs> Not that exactly, but like that yeah. or like you know like kind of the, like when you're watching one of those movies, being like. Why, like, why is this person doing this? Like, get them out of there. Is it, well, I just stepped out into traffic. Oh, because then the significant other can come see them in the hospital. You're putting up some sort of obstacle or whatever. Well, that that's not what happens, but, yeah. like, sort of that idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. And so, and that's build, build Your Own Romantic Comedy. Mm-hmm. And that's Lana Like Banana. Yeah. And it's Lana Schwartz. Mm-hmm. And, and are you LanaSchwartz.com? No, I'm LanaLikeBanana.com. Okay. <laughs> LanaLikeBanana.com. Thank you so much, Lana Schwartz, for coming in. Thank you.